The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Today's follow-up is with Dan Baer, the former United States Ambassador for the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe under President Barack Obama. Dan, what can someone do who is distraught over and scared about what's happening with our current president? Um, well, I, I guess uh, three kind of general things one can do. One is like all of the stuff that everybody's talking about. Um, you know, none of this is new, but, you know, write, write letters, call, engage with your local government, with your members of Congress, your senators, et cetera. And particularly with the, the federally elected officials, make sure that they know that even though Donald Trump seems to be immune to the criticism from uh, the people he represents, they you will hold them accountable for supporting his terrible policy. So, you know, generally get engaged. Um, the second thing is, I think, to remember that you're not alone. And I think one of the best ways for me, at least, to do that is to participate in the marches and the protests um, that have been going around, going on around the country, which obviously send a political message themselves. But one of the values of participating in those uh, those gatherings, and that includes, you know, indivisible group gatherings or local swing left gatherings, is to remind yourself that there are other people out there who share your concerns and, and that you're not alone. And I guess the last thing I would say is to reject the cynicism that is kind of the trap that Trump lies for us, that he makes us think that government can't deliver. And I think um, one of the challenges in times like this when we are afraid and reasonably afraid about what he might do uh, to the country, uh, one of the, the temptations is to engage in cynicism. And I think it's really important that we come together to reject cynicism and remember that our democracy can work, can deliver, and it's up to us to make that happen. All right. So I found it interesting. When you say hold the other elected officials accountable with writing letters and calling and engaging with local government, how do we know that that's working? And what is a timeline to make sure that that does work? Well, I mean, I think you can see it working already uh, somewhat in that, you know, some of the Republicans who had been uh, voting consistently with Trump are now starting to to call for a special prosecutor or welcome the calling of a special prosecutor. They're saying that uh, you know there needs to be a, a significant in investigation into Trump's ties with Russia. They're doing that because they know that their constituents are upset about Trump's link with Ru links with Russia, and they want to hold him accountable for those links. So that's one example. I think it it goes across the board, though, um, and I think you know politicians are elected officials who are always thinking about, uh, hopefully always thinking about their constituents and how to represent them, but they're also always thinking about the next election. So, so what is best case scenario here? I think it's hard to say what the best case scenario is, but I think, um, I think one of the pieces of the best case scenario is that the Republican elected officials at all levels recognize that the future of their party depends on them standing up for the country and for the best interest of the country, and um, that many of them come together to reject the kinds of anti-democratic uh, policies, anti-democratic statements, and deeply concerning um, 
business ties and other ties that the Trump administration has. And they recognize that it's, it's up to them to save their party and also stand up for the country in doing that. Dan, thanks. Thank you. Dan and my brother are very close friends from grad school. So I first met Dan about 15 years ago when he was riding his bike to meet all of us when we came to visit Oxford. I'm sure he regularly gets asked more sophisticated questions, but I've often found the what can we do about it question to be the one that goes too frequently unanswered. Since we recorded our conversation, Dan is back home in Colorado where he is running for U.S. Congress in the state's 7th Congressional District. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan B. Bear. That's B-A-E-R. And learn more about him and his campaign at danforcolorado.com. Thanks for joining us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.